Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Alexa, play The Rich Eisen Show. Here's a station you might like. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Rich Eisen Show. James ahead of the pack goes up. Oh, he lost control. And the crowd delights him out. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The narrative is about the Lakers and their adjustments. You know, you put that in your pipe, you smoke it. We're going to go up to a... Earlier on the show, from NBC News, host and author Luke Russert. Still to come. From the new film, The Machine, comedian Burt Kreischer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah, hour number three. Burt Kreischer is going to come out in about 10 minutes' time. Do not move from wherever you are taking in this program, whether you're watching it for free on the Roku channel through all Roku devices, select Samsung Smart TV, Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app or the roku channel.com or whether you're listening on sirius xm odyssey or this rich eisen show rich eisen show terrestrial radio affiliate or our podcast form uh the machine is in theaters next friday may 26th based on one of the most viral stories ever told by a comedian on a stage ever and bert kreischer who is just uh awesome not just on the stage but just uh, as a human uh, is about to come out here, and um, and we'll celebrate with him. Mm -hmm. As the machine is in a theater near you, coming up, Mark Hamill playing his dad. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> it is that. Susie is sitting in for uh, Chris Brockman, who is in day one of being an actor. Um, and a celebrity. And a celebrity uh, at Kevin Rahm's charity golf tournament um, in support of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, Susie's here. Jay Felly is in for Mike Del Tufo. TJ uh, Jefferson in your usual spot. Good to see you, What's sir. What's going on? Um, let's let's take this phone call. Kyle in Cincinnati. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Kyle? Do I lose him there? We, uh, it's line two. You there, Kyle? Yeah, you hear me, Rich? I can. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, very good. Okay, how are you doing today? I'm well. What's I'll, going I on? I won't keep you long. Okay. What a great game last night. I know you're not a big hockey guy, but wow, uh, overtime. Okay. Holy moly. Yeah. Like that was just absolutely bananas. Um, we're here in Cincinnati. We have a little company street hockey league, uh, Cincinnati based. So we were watching the game last night. We had a great time watching it. And so I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. And uh, other than that, uh, TJ. Go Cowboys. Oh, my man. There you go. My man. So, wait a minute. So, right. you were up till 2 in the morning, out out and about somewhere? Where were uh, you? No, absolutely not. We actually had a golf outing yesterday. I threw my neck out uh, playing Ooh. golf. Uh, I haven't played golf in like a year, and oh, my goodness. Uh, it was like just boom. Neck went out, so took off work today, and I'm sitting here watching you guys. So, yep. Thank you, Kyle. There you go. Kyle in Cincinnati right best, here in the Rich Eisen. That's the way to play hooky, Rich, with uh, us. Let me just say something here. Some people say I'm not a hockey guy. 
They don't know. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. There was an individual on April 24th, 1996, <laughs> once upon a time, sitting in the NHL two-night studios. That individual hosted not one, nope. not two, not three, what? not four, not five, six intermission reports. What? Because once upon a time, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals in the first round of an NHL playoffs of the 1995-96 season mm-hmm. could not handle their business conclusively until the fourth overtime. <laughs> that individual sitting in that NHL Tonight studio What's who? in Bristol, Connecticut, there's two thumbs. They're pointing right at him. That would be me. As they say in hockey... Let's do that hockey. Oh, I did that <laughs> hockey that night. I did that hockey that night. I sat there. I was, um, you had not arrived at the Worldwide Leader. No, uh, not yet. Not yet. April 24th, 1996. I got to ESPN. My first show was mid-March 1996. I was on the air for five weeks. And I got this assignment sitting in the NHL two-night studio in the basement of the uh, right around the corner, right down the hall from where the Sports Center set was, freezing my ass off inside that <laughs> studio. So sitting there, cool. did the hockey intermission report for the first period. You know, you could figure out what what do you got to talk about on April twenty fourth, right? You're, you're talking about probably, maybe the eighth and final playoff spots for the NBA playoffs had just been. Uh, had just been secured. Maybe the NBA playoffs had just begun. You're talking about week three of the of the baseball season, just the week before the draft, probably. Not much to talk about mm-hmm. on an intermission report. I did the same damn baseball highlights over and over <laughs> and over again. I watched Mario Lemieux get ejected <laughs> yep. in that game. Because he, he he went at it with um, Todd Krieger. Todd Krieger. That's it. Who I think took a stick and hit him right in the Lemieux's, he right did. in the Mario's, right? <laughs> then Mario hit him in the head back, and he got ejected. Mario <laughs> Lemieux got ejected from a hockey playoff game. It didn't happen much, but Mar- no. Mario pounced yeah, he on beat, him. He beat down Todd Krieger. <laughs> yes, he did. Who, by the way, after, because I have the game report now just to refresh my memory, he said afterwards that he thought Lemieux should get suspended. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wishful thinking. Well, his, you know, his, I think one of the greatest players in the history of hockey should be suspended. His quote was, Interesting. what he did was vicious and wrong i barely even touched him <laughs> like well no you hit him you know, in the muse yeah. with your stick bro just go to youtube the eye in the sky doesn't lie on that one uh and then uh joey juno juno in the second overtime period got the first ever playoff hockey Penalty shot mm-hmm. awarded to him. That had never happened before. Kenny Reggett, who came in the game because Tom Barrasso left due to back spasms, he knocked the the net off its moorings uh, sufficiently to the point where the ref said, you get a penalty shot. Joey mm-hmm. Juno did not light the lamp. On we went. Not- on we went and on we went until none other than Peter Nedved yep. with 44.6 seconds left beat Remember Suli, Susie, Oli the goalie? Oli I remember Susie? him only too well. Olaf Kolzig. Oli the goalie. Mm-hmm. Best friends with Byron Defoe. Looking very good. 
Welcome. Didn't you do an Oli the Goalie piece on Sunday Morning Sports Center, right? I did. I wrote iambic pentameter for Sunday Morning Sports Center <laughs> with Oli the Goalie and Byron Defoe. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. How'd that play out for Isn't you? Isn't that the one that John Saunders basically went to voice for me? It was like, who wrote this crap? Yeah, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And I was there listening. And then the next season, like a couple seasons later, I was a reporter for ABC Sports. And he's like, gets on the earpiece like, Susie. So glad that you joined us. I'm like, I remember that oh, voiceover. Yeah. So the grudge yields a grudge like a mic. <laughs> like also, um, Rich, uh, Peter Nedved, I, I once had one of his authentic pen sweaters, like one of those $300 yeah. that, that I brought from Pittsburgh when I moved here. And we had a house party once and somebody stole it. So if you ever see someone walk around with a Pittsburgh Penguins home sweater with Peter Nedved, just know it was probably mine and they jacked it from me. And in case anybody's scoring at home, Peter, only one E. Yes. Yeah. P E T R. Peter. Nedved. TJ, I Better. once sold an autographed Terry O'Reilly poster to my brother for 45 cents because I heard the ice cream truck coming. And I had that on my wall at one point. Well, so th- Scott wouldn't even give you 50 cents? No. <laughs> this game in question that we're talking about uh-huh. uh, at the time was the third longest hockey game in NHL history. Mm-hmm behind a game that was played in 1933 and in 1936, although not in that order. So I was the first ever host in television history to host six intermission reports because mm. these games prior to the game four of the 1996 first-round playoffs were not played when there was television, let alone sponsored segments of a highlights mm-hmm. within a sponsored intermission so I had that record until, unfortunately, because, you know, I like to hold the, these record holders, yes. three more games were played longer. I believe there have been some five overtime games played in the interim. So this game that I was, um, I was talking about was the sixth longest game in the history of the NHL until last night mm-hmm. when the Panthers won with just, what do we got, 12 seconds left in the game. Mm. Um, pardon me, 12 seconds left in the fourth overtime. They're staring a fifth overtime in the face when Matthew Kachuk Kachuk. lit the lamp. And here's the call, by the way, kudos to Doug Plagans uh, of the Florida Panthers radio network because he calls the games by himself. He's got no one to talk to. No! Kind of like Rich when he was doing those highlights. (laughs) So what was it called at ESPN Rich? The Garage? Isn't that what we used to do? No, the, the garage was way out in the in the parking lot. This was in a small, this Dungeon? was still in the main building, I guess, building two, whatever the hell they call it. Right. I've been away so damn long. Building one, I don't know. But let's just, let's give uh, Plague in some play right here. Here's the call. Ekblad dumps it in down to our right. Here's Brent Burns, keeps it to the outside. Sam Bennett keeps it in out front. Kachuk is shot. He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk, the overtime winner! The Panthers take game one, three, two, the final. Matthew Kachuk ends the marathon, and the Panthers go home happy tonight here in Raleigh. Matthew Kachuk, the overtime winner. 3-2 the final. The longest game in the history of both franchises. Into the top 10 longest games in National Hockey League history. And Matthew Kachuk gets it done. Speaking of, I mean, energy at 2.15 <laughs> wow. in the morning, and he talked to him by himself the entire night. Do you think he was more happy that 
the Panthers won the game or that he could finally Both, man. Leave. He saw, I totally understood. Gretzky last night was like, when somebody scores a goal, somebody's like, <laughs> let's put the puck in the GD net. You know what I mean? And I felt the same way sitting in the NHL Tonight studio in 1996. Can I go home? And then I walked out the door. Bill Pito came in and did do NHL I knew Tonight. I it was Bill Pito. It was Billy Pito. You might say, Kachuk, Kachow. You could say that. <laughs> Very good. I just thought of Lightning oh McQueen. Jeez. I'm a mom. What can I do? Lightning Come McQueen. on. You didn't think of like oh my God. Kachuk Kachow. Oh, my God. If I said that, by the way. <laughs> if you just said that, my, hold on, it's ready. your show. You it's your name. This. You can say whatever I'm you want. I'm remember? My, I used to do, because you heard, you know, when, when a hockey announcer shoots mm. and scores, they go higher register so up in the annoying. air. So they all do that. Many of them. He shoots, he scores. Uh-huh. Like that. So oh, I used to do that for a high, for my highlight on SportsCenter. He shoots, he scores like that. He shoots, he scores. PTSD. It's a miracle. We're until married. until Susie arrived at ESPN and told me to my face that that is the worst call <laughs> on highlights PTSD. at all, and is not befitting of you know like the falsetto turned her off. Now, had you we asked just for friends. this feedback? We were had just you asked friends. for this feedback? What do you think? But probably not. Unsolicited yeah. two cents. Just probably not. But basically, <laughs> if this scenario of the Susie and I meeting at ESPN in 1996 was like Back to the Future, every single time I made that call, he shoots his scores on SportsCenter. Friends. The photograph of all of us together <laughs> would have started to fade. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. So I, I removed that from my repertoire. So let me get this straight. You guys are in the hallway, ESPN. Yeah. You see this cute blonde coming up to you. You're thinking, hey, I'm the man. Beautiful. And she goes, hey, <laughs> what you're doing sucks. Not right that's off the not, bat. That's not no. how it went. Either. No. It wasn't. It was that like a, two that, days later. I would agree that's too much. And that's how we do that hockey and, uh, here on the Rich Eisen And that, show. kids, is how I met your mother. Hockey. Let's do that hockey. All right, let's take a break. The machine. Let's bring out the machine. The machine. Bert Kreischer, you want to talk about energy? Hey, there we Look are. Look at that hey, that was a great night. Outstanding. <laughs> the great Bert Kreischer is here to talk about the machine. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. 
Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Kurt Kreischer here on The Rich Eisen Show. We just saw a clip of the machine in theaters next Friday. <laughs> Look at you, man. <laughs> just awesome. All of this is just amazing for me to see. And all I know is, you know, I've, I've known you for a few years now, but obviously I knew your work before meeting you in person. Um, you're, you're telling of the story of the machine, uh, a true story from your life as a college kid has been seen 52 million times as of right now on yeah. YouTube. And that's just one video of it. Yeah. When was the first time you told that story? I, I think or, it was on Loveline. I was doing it with Dr. Drew, and uh, one of my classmates called in yeah. and was like, hey, tell him about the time you robbed your class in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I, I was caught off guard, so I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And Drew's like, tell me about it. And I, I just told the story, and then he was like, he was like, that's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah. And he said, that's, that's your movie. And I, I'm like, okay, sure. And then he had me come back to Loveline the next night and tell it again. And then I'd tell it from time to time on like radio shows. Yes. But when I told it on Rogan, that was the game changer. Joe said on his show, and his old school Rogan, he's like, from this day forward, he is only referred, referred to as the machine, and you need to make him tell that on stage. And so I told it on stage for like four years, and then it got good. <laughs> it bombed so bad. No, hold on it a second. Are you serious? No so I'm talking a 13-minute story if I was tight. It was a 15-minute story, 20-minute story at times, to silence crickets i didn't have an end of the story what hold on a second so the first you said i could tell it to you yes like this yes yes great yes but in front of an audience of comedy club fans yes it would just because it's a long it's a long story. story and they're like sitting there going well, how long how long is this going to take they were used to jokes at that time yeah podcasting changed everything people wanted to hear stories and i think i got better at telling stories and then when i got it good uh then I recorded it, and I, I once again, I didn't think anyone was going to ever hear it. I posted it on this weird time on the internet, like in between Christmas and New Year's Eve where everyone was home. Yes. And, uh, and it went viral and changed my life. Changed my life. Did you, like, uh, when did you start realizing, like, holy cow, this thing is going through the roof? First weekend. I was in, uh, I was at Stress Factory in New Jersey, and it sold out in a blizzard. And I said, why, why are you guys here? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the guy goes, the machine. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I, I, I stopped telling that. And he's like, no, the hell you didn't. <laughs> I brought 10 people. You're telling it. And I was like, okay. And then I looked at my calendar and all my shows were sold out for the whole year. And I was like, is this because of this one story? And uh, and then, I mean, then, I mean, it's just, it's, and then I thought I'd be done with it after, after that tour. And then I went to theaters. And then I was like, oh, there's more people. They're yelling it again. And I thought then I'd be done. And then bigger theaters and now arenas. And I'm like, I guess I'll be telling it at my funeral. <laughs> well, I mean, a hologram. It's going to say, here lies the machine. Let's yeah. be honest, man. Oh, it's, oh, it's, I'm like, I, I have milked this cow <laughs> like a closeted dairy farmer from the 1930s. I'm taking my time with it. Like, I, I, I hoof to hoof to snout. I have milked this cow. Man. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in terms of the film, uh, I say this, you know, fully with love and whatever. I'm. You're an actor, and I don't mean to, like we, we go we go higher register here when you say something in higher register that you got to say it this high to believe what you're saying. So I don't mean to go higher register on you, but 
I gotta be honest with you. You got some chops, Bert. <laughs> well, got me, some chops, me, man. Eminem, and Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at playing Bert. They're like, what, "What would Bert do in this scene?" I'm like, "I think Bert would throw up." And they're like, "Cool, throw up." <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at playing me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're good, man. You're no, really I had the good. best time. I had the best time making this movie. And Mark Hamill was awesome. The lady Eva Babbitt. Babbitt. Yeah. That was my favorite moment she's she's from croatia and we sit down for dinner the first night and she goes hey do not bring up uh, star wars i go it's, it's kind of a thing she goes i know about that i've never seen it so don't bring it up so mark sits down i go hey mark eva loves star wars <laughs> and she's like oh yes you know good guy versus bad guy movies are my favorite and i go eva who's your favorite character oh, in star wars and you can't say mark <laughs> she goes um Chewbacca and I go oh she does a great Chewbacca impression hey can you do your impression of Chewbacca and she goes hello I am Chewbacca <laughs> it's so good to see you Mark Hamill yeah we had a blast I, I wasn't gonna drink I wasn't gonna drink th for the whole production and the first night I said no no wine and my producer Kale goes what are you doing he goes what no he goes I didn't hire sober Bert I hired drinking fat Bert like and he goes I can't tell you if this movie is going to be good or not, but what I can tell you yeah. is if you have a blast making it, and this may be your only movie you ever get to make in your life, yeah. if you enjoy every second of it, yeah. it'll show up on screen. So I was like, double Tito's and soda, let's light let's this candle. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. I was I was present for every moment, realizing, like with gratitude, going like, this may never happen again, enjoy it. Like really, really enjoy it. And I did, man. I, I had a four-story mansion in, in in Serbia, and I invite the cast and crew over. I get sommeliers, yes. I get chefs, I have DJs. I mean, we had an absolute blast making it. Well, and it's obvious, it does It does come through. I think it translates. It does. It does. I think that's what people are seeing in the movie is that it looks like two people having fun. Mark Hamill is so much fun, so much fun. And he's such, and he's, he, like he goes uh i said asked him for advice he goes i wouldn't take my advice and i said what and he goes i'm not good with advice because i met arnold schwarzenegger a long time you know what advice i gave him i said what and he goes lose the accent and change the name <laughs> 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 it's so funny i worked out with arnold schwarzenegger the other day and I, he said oh, yes i know mark hamill i'm bad at accents he goes i know mark hamill he told me lose the accent change the name can you believe that and i'm like well, the story checks out. <laughs> so you heard it from both sides? I heard it from both sides. Yeah. Mark is awesome. Dude, Arnold's pretty legit, too. Well, I mean, geez, you just, in the last two minutes, basically said so much. I just want to revisit here. First off, you're working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> game respects game. <laughs> yes. Um, what, what the heck? Okay. I don't know. What I don't hell? know how it happened, to be dead honest with you. Segura and I were talking... Screw and I are on steroids, right? Yeah. We're both taking, taking testosterone. And so Tommy's shooting me up and and he's a needle in the ass and he's like and he's like, I go, Hey, what do you think Arnold used to take? And Tom's like, I wouldn't bring that up. And we start talking about it yeah. on the podcast yeah. as if Arnold will never see it. Next yeah. thing you know, Arnold's watching the podcast and he's like, Oh, these guys are great. These guys and then I think my wife called him or something. I don't know how it worked. I think, and then he goes, I'd like to work out with this guy. He's got great calves. And he and I do have great calves. And he goes, this is, <laughs> these calves are amazing. I've seen it on the podcast. He stands up. They're bodybuilders with love. You're delts. You're delts. You should get a cast made of this body, a statue, so that you can look at it. And, 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 and remember, 50 years from now, you're going to go, oh, that's what a birdie boy looked like. They don't make enough clay for these shoulders. He was, dude, he delivers. 
Like, he delivers. He is, everyone, when he meets them, everyone gets to feel like they're special. Like, that is such a, a cool thing. Sure. As opposed to, like, I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix is a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get shrapnel from? Yeah, like I just, I just go like, oh, cool man. Oh yeah, I'm shy too, you know. But Arnold's like, that that guy, get him in the closet. Let's me and you party. Get on the back of my Holly. Get his a cigar. He's awesome. But when you're working out with him, do you feel like I got to put one more plate on here to I, try and like, what are you doing? Is I, it, was, what, I assume it was leg day since your your calves no, are. No, no, no. We did we, got? we did back and buys, and <laughs> and we did a little bit of chest and and. He's just awesome, and you can, and he's so, and he, you're like, if you really are, I am into working out. I know it doesn't look like it, but like, I, I go, what's what's one exercise you miss the most? And this is like a cool workout question. Yeah. And now that you've gotten older, what's the one workout you miss the most? He didn't even, he goes, deadlifts. I love deadlifts. My max was 710. I could, if done properly, because they say you're not supposed to do, no, it's the lower posterior. Like, he gets into it. You're like, oh, yeah, I forget this guy's a nine time yes. Mr. Olympian. He is, he revolutionized the, what we currently know as bodybuilding. It was him. It was him. If he hadn't escaped the Austrian army, I don't know if there's a true story. <laughs> I think he did. He stole a tank. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> he was the original machine. Yeah. You think about it. Oh, I he's, mean. He's the biggest. I left that. I left that. Uh, I left that. Yeah. And I went to dinner. Now, I, look, I'm, I'm going to throw a little shade. It's not, no shade to shade, whatever. Okay. I go to dinner. At, or breakfast with my wife right after that over shutters. Yeah. I just hung out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, yeah. and now I got a movie coming out. And then I see Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Okay. Ed Norton. Mm -hmm. We're talking. And I go, and I, I lose it around celebrities. Mm -hmm. And he starts walking by me. I realize it's him. And I go, oh, Ed Norton. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, ah. And he just walked by. And I made that decision. I was like, oh, I don't want to be an actor. I don't want to be Ed. Ed Norton's amazing. But yes. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. I want to sell out. I want to like do Rambo. Like I want to do Machine Two, Three, Four, and Five. Yeah. I want to do Machine Eleven, where me and Mark Hamill are in a in a Fiera in 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 wetsuits driving in space. Like I want Fast and the Furious. I want I want it to be so ridiculous that I, like I want Sylvester like that energy. I love it, dude. And you see it, you feel it in the movie too. So uh, how so. Did you at any point in time with Mark Hamill? Did you did you go down the Star Wars world uh, with him at all? Did day you? one, you did, <laughs> day, on the private jet to Serbia, I was like, "Yo, Luke." <laughs> <laughs> and how he was he was so cool. awesome. Okay. He's so generous, and I'm 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 an idiot. So I, I was like, he was talking about C three PO like it was a person, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, man, it's a little creepy. Like, how much time did you spend with that robot?" And he goes, it's, "It was a person." I said, there was a person inside C-3PO? And he goes, how did you think it walked around? <laughs> and I was like, I thought it was a real robot. And he goes, yeah, there was someone in R2-D2 too. I go, there was someone in R2-D2? I go, are you serious? I thought it was like a remote control. We have a conversation with our kids watching these Star Wars movies all the time. They're asking if there's people inside it. It's crazy. And so, and then just, and then he will tell you the good stories. Uh -huh. Like the real good stories about like him. They, they sent out him, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher to do press like mm -hmm. together, like like a team, like go around yeah. the country and do press. Yeah. And he would talk about like what they're what they're really like. And he's like, yeah, Harrison, or maybe I shouldn't share this. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is I am really bad at secrets. I'm really bad at secrets. I, I never tell me anything. I am in the wrong city. I'm telling you. <laughs> Jimmy Tatro, who plays younger me, we were in a yeah. pool in Serbia, and he goes, "Hey man, can I tell you a secret?" And I said, like, "Yeah." And he told it to me. It was a good secret. Yeah. So I grabbed my phone and I called. 
Kale, our producer, I go, dude, you're never going to believe what Jimmy just told me. And I told Kale, and Jimmy goes, what are you doing? And so I'm telling Kale what you just told me, and he goes, I told you that was a secret. And I go, oh, I can't tell anyone? And he goes, that's kind of how secrets work. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I go, I just told Kale. He goes, no, I watched you. Yeah, I'm bad with secrets. Well, Tatra's on the show next week to promote this. So. Oh, is he really? Yeah, so I'll, I'll, hear, I'll hear that story from both sides. Uh, just like, I, okay. You want to hear a good secret? Yes. <laughs> ask him. Ask him. Okay, just ask him. Let yes, him tell yes. you. Yes. Say, just say, hey, man, you ever been to Antarctica? And he'll be like, yeah. And then go, oh, cool. Who did you go with? Just, yeah, okay. Go. So that's the setup. It's, it's good. I'll, just tell you, totally, I'll tell you. Just yeah. totally smoothly. Just, totally just go, smooth. hey, you ever been to uh, Antarctica? Like, or should I? He might He might sniff it out. I'm like, what's the furthest you've ever traveled or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been to Antarctica. Oh, who'd you go with? So, so yeah. now. Oh, that's crazy. Who you go with? And when he. And then just wait till the good names come. And he's not going to share the good names. He'll just go, and? Okay. <laughs> and? And then you're going to go, shut up. Okay. <laughs> shut up. Fantastic. Jimmy Tatro's. Jimmy Tatro's. And by the way, he's going to know that I did this. <laughs> he told me. And he goes, don't tell anybody. <laughs> he's got a cool life, man. Clearly. He's got a cool... He is the best. He is the absolute best. So do you. I mean, you you talking about, you know, uh, Segura shooting you in the ass with steroids led to you <laughs> working out with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. For yeah. that Segura life. wears lifts in his shoes, everyone. Secret time. Well, we got to go. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love it. Two bears, one cave, one one shoe lift. Tom Segura and you and uh, two bears, one cave, something burning. You got your tops off world tour coming up. Um, dates in uh, in June, Forest Hills, New York, home to formerly the U.S. Open, tennis open. Uh, you got uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Pennsylvania, and so yeah, on and so forth. Um, and the after parties are even more fun. We showed the picture of the after party. Yeah, from from <laughs> these guys uh, down in uh, the I Super Bowl. Totally yeah. forgot about it. I got real drunk, <laughs> corner Christian McCaffrey, and I was drunk. And I go, oh, Hey, do you think I can catch you? And he goes, What? I said, In this room, ten thousand dollars, if I can catch you. And he was like, what are you talking about? I to go, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, just in this room. It's like you know, 20 by 30 by 30. I said, give me 20 minutes. Do you think I'd ever catch you, catch you and hold you down? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, man, there are dudes that are 10 times more athletic. You can train all year and can't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I don't think you can catch me. I go, you want to try? He's like, what kind of party is this turning into? <laughs> That was fun, man. Those were that was all the NFL guys came out. <clears throat> they had Leanne do a shotgun of beer. Yeah, it was that's so much fun. Look at that. There you go. That's some meat yes. right there. Yeah. Taylor Heineke is the goat. Okay, <laughs> look at that body. That is sneaky athleticism right there. That's a starting NFL quarterback. Yeah. That's a starting, and that's who, if you're looking for a woman, like you need. To, some guys they go, I want, I want to find my Tom Brady. You got to remember, mm. they're all, the Tom Brady's. They're they're they're, they're too much. Mm. Find your Taylor Heineke. Tell your Tyler Heineke. <laughs> he shows up to practice. He's not cancer in the locker room. He he works hard. Mm. He's a cool kid. He likes Legos. I didn't know that yeah, about I, him. I follow him on Instagram. I know. I, 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 I know. <laughs> He's I a great guy. So um so that yeah that so last we saw you, it was you hoping that the Super Bowl tickets that you spent six figures on for your your mates yes. was going to be good. Yeah, they looked pretty good. They were great seats. So we're, we're, it was all good. It was well, it was half good. What I didn't count on was the Eagles losing and Shane McGillis 
or Shane Gillis being blackout drunk and deciding he wanted to start a fight on the walkout. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and so him and Big J Okerson are just, like, talking trash after the There's no. I understand it's a win, but that's not how you get a win. That's not how you win a Super oh, Bowl. because of, of the yeah. penalty? Yeah. I, we don't count that win. We don't count that win. He's putting an asterisk on it, walking out? Yeah, yeah, it was... It was it was an uncomfortable walkout, and then trying to find <laughs> trying to find an Uber, and then some guys like I'll Uber you five hundred dollars. I was like, I don't care, get me out of here. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. nothing compared to what you spent on the right? tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the last Super Bowl I'll ever go to. <laughs> if the Bucks, the Bucks have to be in it, and I'll go for. Uh, for uh, I'm going to Lakers game on Monday. Oh, you are? Yeah, courtside. Okay. They were like, hey, Dude. I shouldn't say this. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it. They said. uh Sony's like, yo, can you bring like a famous friend? And I was like, I don't think I have any famous friends. And I was like, how about my wife? And they're like, we'll get back to you. <laughs> get out of here. And then they greenlit my wife. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, honey, you just can't hang with me anymore. <laughs> Gotta run it by the studio. <laughs> a big time now. So you're going courtside to Lakers. Like old school Hollywood. I'm going to do coke. <laughs> you gonna sit next to Jack? Jack, you might be it's next like, to Jack. What I've that? been offered coke a lot lately. Okay, <laughs> like a lot. If Jack Nicholson <laughs> says you want to do coke, what do you do? To me? Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I've never done it before. Oh, for real? For real? It delivers. <laughs> <laughs> it's as good as it says it is. Like, it, like it, it, you know, like. <laughs> I've never, I've never done it. But so, Jack, do you remember how good unprotected sex was the first time you did it? <laughs> and you were like, whoa, whoa! I see why. I see how people give up their life for this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Coke is is better than unprotected sex. Did not know that. First time I ever did it, I, I remember going like. <laughs> And I don't do it a lot. I just, I just, I'm just talking. But I was in New Orleans, and I remember my thought was, I think I could rip that tree out of the ground. And I go, but I'm so smart that I won't, because everyone will know something's going on if I rip that tree out of the ground. Cover your tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that this yeah. could be a great game four. Who the hell knows? Dude, I can't. Oh, that's right. It's, oh, that's right. Oh, that's why they wanted me to sit with the famous person. It's game four. Oh, I didn't realize the Western that. Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I just had to kick my wife to the curb. <laughs> Hey, you want to go to a Lakers game on Monday? <laughs> I bet you're famous enough. You want to go? To- <laughs> I, I hope to be with my wife over there uh, collecting an Emmy Award on Monday night. Actually. Oh, yeah. Emmys. Sports Emmys on. Dude, we should bring you to the Sports Emmys one year and just let you host the Sports Emmy Awards. That would not go good. <laughs> First of all, I dyslexic. I disagree. I disagree. I think it would go phenomenally. Really? Well. Yes, because it, it. We need a. We need. We need Bert. We need you. We I'm need in. you. Uh, I'm in. I'm, I'm doing the heartbeat. Well, yeah. you'll, you'll be busy promoting your movie. I went to the Live Golf Tournament. When was this? Uh, in Adelaide, Australia. You didn't see it? No. Oh, my God. Chase Kepka hits a hole in one, and they cover him in beer. I rip my shirt off. I'm swinging around. They let me tee off on the... I'll send you the video. They let me tee off uh, tee off on, on the 12th hole, the, yeah. the, the big party hole. Okay. Stripe one down the center. Did you really? Shunk. It was a seven iron, so I flew the green. But, but uh, it was the live golf's legit. I had a blast, dude. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. We should go. We need to party. We need to go do something. Well, uh, let's let's do that. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you coming to my premiere? When is it? Is, is he coming to the premiere? When is it? Uh, yeah, next week. Next week, Thursday. Next Thursday. Yeah, I'm in town. Old school Hollywood premiere. Okay, like we're gonna have fun. Where? Where? It's, gonna, where? it's in Westwood. And if you're watching, just come down and see if you see a celebrity. There you go. Rich Eisen will be there. There are you. Absolutely. Uh, Bring Susie. D- dude, you Do you have to get me greenlit by the studio? <laughs> well, check. <laughs>
I have an Emmy. She's my, already. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. You're good. I know. You're good. You I might know. class up my wife. No. Impossible. By the way, I saw you you posted on your Instagram that that um part of your stand up. I don't know if it was recent or not about your daughters talking about the deaf children in the area sign. Oh yeah. Do you, you, can you just re, retell that? It's um, it's one of the funniest things I've we seen recently. Teaching, I was I was uh driving the girls in our neighborhood and we drove past a sign that said deaf child and immediately I hear the think tank in the back start bubbling and Isla goes, that is so racist. <laughs> I was like, they're not geotagging them, Isla. <laughs> like, so we can find them to bully them. I go, well, they have that sign there for a reason. And Georgia goes, Isla, they put that sign there so that we know when we're in this neighborhood, we should probably lower our radios. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what, are you, I go, what are you talking about? She goes, should we don't rub it in that we can hear, right, Dad? I go, no, you're dumber than she is. I go, no, it's Georgia. So you know there's a kid that may not hear your car coming, so you gotta be extra careful. And then Isla leans up and goes, sweet, are deaf kids like guns? I go, what? She goes, do you have to register them with the state? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, dad, I'm just saying like, how do they know where to put that sign? And now I'm sitting in the front of my own car, thinking to myself, honestly, how do they know where to put those signs? Yeah, that's one of the funniest. I just said to me the other night. I just said to me the other night we're having dinner, just me and her. How old is she? I don't know. Uh, she's, <laughs> she, she, she said, she said two things. She goes, oh she goes, hey, God. I need you to know, if you ever cheat on mom, I'll never talk to you for the rest of your life. I went, really? She goes, yeah. And she goes, I go, well, what if, what if mom cheated on me? She goes, I'd get it. <laughs> what? She goes, you, you're gone a lot, Dad. You're gone a lot. I mean, you know, the woman works hard. You're gone a lot. And then, and then I told her, and then I told her, we started getting a real conversation about this friend of mine who had passed away, and I and I got emotional talking about like I started crying. I cry a lot lately, mm-hmm. but I started crying telling her how great he was. And we I mean, we met when I was in ninth grade. He was in seventh, and I get emotional. And she leans in real close. She puts her hand on my wrist, and she goes, Hey. Pull it together, big guy. They're going to think I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> yeah, she's a weird kid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Bert, you're one of my favorites, man. Congrats on everything thank going you. on. Thank you, she thank knew. you. You're, thank you're you. acting. This, you're an action film. He's an action star. star? Action star. Yes. This is the new action star, you know, guys. I'm, I'm Soak it in. <laughs> Soak it in. Soak it in. That's uh, Arnold kept saying. This is amazing. This is what an action star looks like now. <laughs> I had to work out. I could. They wouldn't let me do comedy. Did he spot you at any point in time? No, we all did. We did all the the like oh, uh, the man. Mach- machines. I, I couldn't imagine being under a bar two twenty five with Arnold Schwarzenegger spotting you. It's crazy like, because that's it. Because you do remember in Pumping Iron him giving direction to people. Yeah. No, when you do your front raise, go all the way up. Yeah. You small guys, you hide like this. Open it up. Be proud. And he's doing that to me. No, no, no. Go all the way down and hold it. Hold it. And then he counted in German at once, and we were like, holy cow. He's awesome, man. So are you. At Bert Kreischer, Twitter and Instagram. Tops off world tour. The Bert cast. Two bears, one cave with Tom Segura, who I'd love to have on here. I think he was coming in once, but I couldn't. He's not as good in on these things as I am. Okay, understood. Uh, something's burning. I mean, so much going on. The comedy cruise. You're going on a comedy cruise in October? Yeah, fully loaded at sea. It's, I think it's sold out, but people will be dropping out as things come up in their lives as, as happens. Oh, so I thought off the ship you were talking no, about. No, no, no. This, this cruise is going to be insane. Insane. This is a, that's probably the highlight of my career. That's one thing I've always wanted to do as a, as a cruise. Yeah. And so we got the whole boat. 
And people will be dropping out, so you can check it out. Go to burperbert.com okay. and see if cabins open up throughout the year. But, yeah, and doing Red Rocks again in October or mm-hmm. September. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Falls Tour picks up in the fall, and we're back. We're out doing arenas and fully loaded this summer. The movie next week. Thank you, everyone, that watched Razzle Dazzle on Netflix. That's right. I'm, I am. A, I, I, we, I said to you mm-hmm. right before we started, Yeah. I go, does it feel like work? And you said no. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, but everyone goes, hey, you got to pull back. You got to pull back. Mm-hmm. No one says that to the guy with the real job. Right, exactly. It's like building fences. Like, hey, man, you worked like all day. You got to slow down. Right. Take some time for yourself. Do you have a hobby? Do you have a hobby? My therapist said that to me. Do you have a hobby? I said, yeah, I write jokes. No, you need like a hobby. I go like, you want me to like collect rocks and stuff? <laughs> you, this is stressing me out that I need a hobby now. So no, I don't have a hobby. I just work. Oh, the machine in theaters next Friday with Bert, this is it's got to blow your mind. Bert Kreischer <laughs> and Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Um, and yes, confirmed. There there were people inside the droids in the Star Wars. There is uh, the machine based on that incredible story, indeed, exclusively in movie theaters next Friday, May twenty sixth. You're the best, Bert. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Have a, Back right. to wrap up this show and send you the weekend in a moment. <clears throat> Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best in class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit justcapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. It's so funny. God, my <laughs> sides are hurting. Bert Kreischer, as always, bringing his A game to uh, to this program. Bert Kreischer's an action star now, Rich. Not just a I'm actor telling you, or a movie star. I, I was very surprised that that was his interpretation of the machine. <laughs> And like I said, if you his don't film know interpretation, about it, if you see, if you heard the story, if you, this is what the movie is, it's it's amazing. Well, the movie again, it it is it's true to the story of the uh, of the machine, but it's also from the current day looking back at mm-hmm. it. And again, Jimmy Tatro, who's on next week's program, uh, plays the younger version of her. Mm-hmm. It's funny, yeah, and um, and all good stuff. Eight four four two zero four rich number to dial. Uh, Kathy in Philadelphia, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show once again. How you been, Kathy? Great. How have you been, Rich? We're we're great. I, um, Brockman said he saw your tweet that you were on the edge of your seat with our mock draft lottery. I, I was actually. <laughs> I, 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 I and I was actually realistically hoping that the Sixers would somehow still get <laughs> the lottery pick. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, sadly, uh, you can't. Uh, you can't. Ex post facto tank is what I think we decided last week. I I get it. I get it. But I I do have two quick questions, Um, one for TJ, one for Susie. Uh Susie, I've never called in while you've been at the desk, so hello. I'm so glad to Uh, talk to you. Nice. 
So, so the first for TJ, um, do, does the heat going on the run that they've gone on absolve Rich of the worst sports take um, in history, or does or does them doing it without Tyler Hero make it worse? You know, that, that, my question, that's a great question. My question great for question. Susie, and then I'll get off the line so that you guys can wrap up. Thank you. My question for Susie is when you, got, when you ordered the donuts, did you get maple bacon? So let me take that first, TJ. <laughs> yeah, take it. I didn't because I screwed up today and ordered from somewhere 45 minutes away, mm. which means I have to up my tip on Postmates. We didn't <laughs> order the maple bacon today. I went classic. I didn't get anything fancy. I went old school classic, but thank you for that very important question. That's very good. Uh, TJ, would you care to handle uh, Kathy's question for you? You know, Kathy. So just again, uh, to, to reiterate, yes, um, after the heat went on that bubble run, mm-hmm. um, and um, Giannis at the time was rumored to be uh, eager to leave yeah. Milwaukee. And as we know, he didn't. But I said that the Heat should not break up their team that almost won in the bubble for Giannis. And um, uh, that's not great. <laughs> Although the fact that the Heat are potentially about to win, Perhaps, she's saying, yes. does that prove me correct? Well, or the fact that they're doing it without Tyler Hero, who I said with such a prized uh, prospect blossoming Mm -hmm. um, that that's the guy they shouldn't trade for Giannis. They should hold on to him, and they don't currently seem to be needing him. Does it make it worse? It's a good question because, you know, Giannis went on to win an NBA championship. Yes, he did. Subsequently. And and an MVP, if I'm not mistaken. And the Heat haven't yet gotten the job done. So I think, Kathy, I think the jury's still out on that. Or that it's still the the worst take ever. Uh, well, you could right. be absolved though if if say the Heat go on and win the championship. But for right now, does that answer what, your question? What what's the window on that though, TJ? Like, do they have to win within the, one within the next? I say year, five, five. Is it always going to be sports? Seem to go in five years cycles. Well, here's cycle, the thing. So. Here's the thing. If the Heat win right now, mm-hmm. if the Heat win this championship, championship then I think you're absolved. Don't. I mean, that means they have the same amount of wins as Giannis. As Giannis. So it would prove your point that they should have just kept the team as Correct. It. Yeah. Interesting. So there's a path to the basket here. There is. You you can, if they do win the title, you can take that off your resume. I and think. Kathy, does it disappoint you that your question has led to something that can untroll you with me? <laughs> is that a problem for no, you? No, Rich, because I want I want to show that I, I don't just call in just to give you a hard time. Okay. Sometimes I have legitimate questions. But you okay. can keep like, calling in to give him a hard time, party. Kathy. Oh, Kathy, Susie, keep calling Ka- him in to give him a hard That's time. That's what Kathy oh, loves to do. Love she you, lives Kathy. to troll Rich. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Okay. That's my hobby. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Kathy, he's all yours. There you go. Very good. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Thanks Kathy. Guys. Good very, luck next week. Very, very. <laughs> thank, f- you. thank you. That's a very Philadelphia pushback. Okay. That's my hobby. Okay. <laughs> Messing with Rich. You imagine working out with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, no. <laughs> I can't. I do know the first time when I came to LA, my buddy took me to the Mecca Gold's Gym in Venice. Yes. I'm a huge Hulk fan. TV show. And he was there? No, but Lou Ferrigno was there. Okay. And I tripped out. I, I was like, it's Lou Ferrigno. Mind you, I'd been in town for like a week. Did you go up to him? I did not. Did you clap at him like he, like Bert said he clapped for Ed Norton? <laughs> I didn't. I just sat there and stared at him. I was like, oh my God, it's Lou Ferrigno. TJ, ask Rich about the time he worked out with Gabby Reese and Laird Hamilton. 
Oh Rich, what about the time you wor- worked out with Gabby recently? It didn't go very well because she was into uh, uh, we're putting a weighted vest on you while you tread water in a pool. I nearly drowned. <laughs> yeah. A, a vest with weights. I've talked about it with Gabby when she's been here on the set that she nearly killed oh, yeah, me she in her did pool. Bring, you did bring yeah. that up when they came. I did. <laughs> I forgot she about it. She's like, Schuster, I almost had to rescue your husband. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight. They, I mean, they are beasts, though, man. That's like I know. you don't go. That's why you don't. That's why I'm saying two. you won't work out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like it's you know you could puff up all you want, but you still gotta go through the workout. Yeah, I, watching those two on Instagram, it's like oh boy. I so, used to work out with Gabby three days a week. That was uh, so you almost didn't drown, but Rich did. No, is what you, I never did the pool workout. I'm oh, an idiot. <laughs> She's like, you got to go up there and work do, and, and work out with. Gabby. I'm like, oh, I'll do it, sure. And then she'll here, put on this vest <laughs> while you're at it. Take this stick and knock over that beehive. Why don't you? Like it's just like, good lord. Did you guys see those bees in Sherman Oaks the other day? No. Oh wow. It was all over the news. Like, oh wow, these got loose. Our daughter were to run for the hills. Forget it. Uh, thank you uh, to everybody for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Look for me there with uh, uh, is a new book uh, from Luke Rossert. What a beautiful interview we had in hour number one. And then a different father-son story in hour three, Bert <laughs> Kreischer and Mark Hamill.